The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Us anytime at 6.30, The phone number here, 496-0063. We're uh, getting out of here a little bit earlier at 5 o'clock today as we make way for the countdown to kick off. Your Edmonton Eskimos taking on the uh, Winnipeg... Blue Bombers. Thank you. I was, all I could think of is Winnipeg Jets for some reason. I was like... <laughs> We'd have a better chance. <laughs> <laughs> They're all quite young. We'll uh, check in with Morley Scott um, right around 4.50. We'll get a preview of the season and a preview of tonight's game. Should be uh, should Bombers. be interesting. I know uh, in speaking of the Blue Bombers, I'm sure Morley, Morley will tell us the same thing later on this afternoon. Uh, everyone's kind of uh, focused on the fact that there's a 23-year-old mm. college quarterback at the helm. Matt Nichols is injured right now. Uh, but you have to remember they have uh, running back Andrew Harris, a three-time CFL um, play, whatever Hall of Famer kind of guy. I don't know. And what... Darius Bowman. Yeah, that's true too. You know he'll yeah. drop the first couple, but and, and after, then after that, that, you have to watch out. Yeah, exactly. Some of that sticky stuff for his hands. It'll be an interesting, uh, be interesting matchup. I'll be watching, of course, with Kick the pizza on my lap right here at six thirty. You want to talk about uh, these nine one one calls? So the other day we were talking about that woman calling 911 mm-hmm. in Ontario. She was sitting outside a pizza joint and she was upset that her pizza wasn't hot enough or it wasn't She hadn't got it on enough. time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and and so police showed up and schooled her on that. But, she was there with her child. Oh my gosh. Um and well you know, it keeps happening because everyone kept texting and saying, how do people do that? Why do yeah. people do that? How do they not know that that's not what you use 911 for? Exactly. Do you remember, we said at the time, that a parent for sure should know how 911 works because you might need to use 911 in relation to an emergency with yeah. your child. But the child should also know how 911 works. And I know as soon as a child is old enough in these days, I don't know what that age is anymore. Three, four, I'm not even sure. They have technology in their hands so early these days. They should definitely know 911, what constitutes an emergency and what doesn't. And the reason we're bringing it up again is now in Halifax, mm-hmm. they've got another one. Uh, the Halifax RCMP were called after a 12-year-old um, got hold of them to complain about a salad he didn't like. Police said <laughs> the call came in before 10 p.m. with the child stating their guardian had made a salad that wasn't up to par. I'm not making this up. While en route to the home to respond, the child called a second time to express more displeasure over the salad and to ask when the RCMP would be arriving. So the child understood this 12-year-old, which, by the way... My, What's he doing up eating salad at 10 o'clock at night? Well, I guess that's the most positive part of the story, is that at least he's eating healthy. Uh, but he, 12 is more than old enough oh, to know no, what 911... Um, police used it, they say, as an opportunity to uh, school the child on what 911 mm-hmm. should be used for. But there's a kid who didn't... They didn't. He didn't think it was a complaint line, right? Because he wanted to know when are the Mounties coming. Like he yes. wanted law enforcement to arrive. Uh, it's just absolutely crazy. There could be more to the story. We don't know if the child's got mm-hmm. some, you know, special circumstance or whatever. Uh, but it turns out, at least in Nova Scotia, that and I don't know what the laws are in the other provinces. It could actually cost you money. Uh, children calling 911 usually result in police showing up and giving the child mm-hmm. a stern and serious chat. Uh, but adults who abuse 911 can get slapped with a $697.50 fine uh, for the misuse of 911, which I think is great. And apparently, that fine has been levied many times in Halifax. And apparently, 
this is a problem not only in uh, Canada, but across North America. We have example after example. Well, this guy who was talking about it, this RCMP spokesperson in um, in Halifax, he said not too long ago he had a, a guy that, port, uh, that bought a donair, yeah. felt there wasn't enough meat on it, so he called 911. Yeah, and, and according to the Mountie, I took uh, I look back at that guy with his ten or eleven dollar donair, which just turned into a seven hundred dollar yeah. donair because of him calling nine one one. They aye. find him. Good, well, good. Yeah, they I'm gave him good. the fine. And listen to this: uh, some other examples. In December, a fifty one year old Florida man was charged with misusing the nine one one after he called twice to complain about the size of the meal served to him at Krabby's Seafood Shack. I love in, the name of that. Yeah, that's not bad. In Stewart, Florida. He he told dispatchers, I ordered something, and it was extremely small. And in 2016, Las Vegas Area Fire Department held a news conference to ask people not to call over, quote, stub toes and sore throats. <laughs> and Kentucky police say that they get a lot of calls to their 911 with people asking directions. Mm. How do you not know? Well... You just see that conversation. Well, I don't know where I'm going. Do you know where I'm going? Well, I don't want to get lost. I want to have to call police because I'm going to get lost. Well, why don't you just call them and ask them to get directions? Well, why don't you just look up on your... Who doesn't have a cell phone well, these days? Google Maps. Well, exactly. And, of course, Edmonton, do you remember when they launched that public awareness yes, campaign? Yes, I do. Yep, they said about 40%, 40% of their 911 calls uh, were bogus calls. 40%. That's incredible. I feel bad. I've, um, you know, but accidentally called like a butt dial or yeah. something at one point. And, and, and they say to stay on the line if you've, if you've butt dialed. Let them know that it was a mistake because otherwise they have to call you back. That, that's right. Yeah, they, they will make sure Which, that by the way, okay. they do. Yeah, which they do. I'll tell you how I know that is I was shoveling one time years ago mm-hmm. and it was hard, wet, yeah. heavy snow. And I suddenly had chest pains. Yeah. And I honestly thought I was having a heart attack, and maybe I, maybe I was. Yeah, and I told the kids phone phone nine one one. I didn't, and they did. And then I just sat down and got my breath, and I said, "Okay, so tell them I'm fine." And um, they called back twice. Once to say, okay, so we had this call. We want to know what's going on. Then the second time was a supervisor saying, "Well, we would like to dispatch someone anyway, just to make sure, just to make sure." which I also uh, declined. But, I mean, think about how much time they used up on that one call. And I, I feel bad about it, but I honestly thought I was having a heart attack. And you see those ads where you're, you're like, you seconds count when you're having a heart attack. Uh, last thing on this. In December 2015, BC's largest 911 call center, Ecom 911, they issued a list of the top 10 reasons not to call the emergency line based on actual calls. And among them were requesting the number for a local tire dealership, reporting an issue with a vending machine, (laughs) asking for the non-emergency line number. You called the emergency? Okay. Uh, Complaining a car was parked too close to theirs, reporting that a child wouldn't put his seatbelt on, <laughs> Reporting someone had used a roommate's toothbrush. Oh. Although that is gross, but it's not worthy of right. a 911 call. Telling police about a coffee shop to refuse to give them a free refill. Come on, be better than that, people. <laughs> yeah. My goodness. <laughs> and, uh, this would not normally relate to that. and But, you know, and I'm going to try and find it. Maybe you could find it before me. Which but one? you wonder, who... 
who calls about the roommate's toothbrush? Or who, who's so? I'm just gonna say, it, who's who so stupid? Their, who uses somebody else's toothbrush? Well, that's a whole different topic. That's actually a fair topic too. But did you see that story? I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Where police had to respond. 911 had to respond legitimately. Okay, uh, so this woman was at um, <laughs> at uh, Woodstock at a, at a at a music festival. That's right. And she somehow, you know, just, imagine this. Just picture this. Nineteen year old. Nineteen years old yeah. in a pretty little sundress, long dark hair. Yeah, lovely and dress. Her, her head is stuck in the tailpipe of a truck. Just take a moment with that. Tailpipe of a truck. Tailpipe of a truck. Now, Some... just imagine too a tailpipe that you could fit your head in. Right. That's an oversized right, that's tailpipe. Whole, that's an oversized yeah, or a freakishly small head. Very um, <laughs> pointy head. And see, now that is a legitimate 911 call. But how did that Except happen? that should never have happened. Well, Who? it was a music festival. Her name was Caitlin Strom. She was at the Windstock oh, Country Windstock. Musical yeah, uh, Music Festival in central Minnesota last weekend. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota, hey. Firefighters had to come use a power saw to get her head out of the pipe. And, uh, and there's a sex, uh, sex, sex, six second video showing them about to saw yeah. the tailpipe. It's gotten, it's gotten more than two and a half uh, million views. She was escorted out of the festival afterwards and cited for underage drinking. 21 is the age down with there. With a really nice metal crown on her head. How, you, how do you get to 19 and not know sticking your head in the oh, tailpipe's a bad on, idea? Come on, come on. Think of it. She's, you could she never was, at any age she talk to drunk. Me. Yeah. She's drunk. Yeah. And, and somebody goes, you know, you know what would be funny? Hey, hey, you know, I have a really good idea. I triple dog dare you. No, yeah. you do it. You do it. Okay, I'll do it. Um, and, and can you imagine the guy that owns the truck too, thinking that's my whatever? And how much you want to bet? How much did that cost? Right. Well, exactly. I'm sure so those are pretty pipe, custom. Yeah. Yeah. And but do you think at one point, and I would guess that. You know, you're judged by mm. the company you keep. So assuming that somebody put her up to this, they would be the same people I think would suggest, well, why don't you start the truck? Maybe we'll blow her head out of there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what about the poor firefighter, the, the the emergency rescue crew with that thing to cut the tailpipe off? What if you slip? What if there's a spark? There's, you know... Yeah. Not, not to mention just tying up okay. a crew... Well, well, yeah, but if your head's stuck in a tailpipe, you, well, no, you, you need get help it out. For sure. You need more help than just getting your head out of the tailpipe, though. Yeah. You need some life counseling. But you've got it. No, come on. Are you excusing this 19-year-old? No, I'm not excusing it. Just saying, it's, well, it's alcohol. I, I'm not just saying, well, it's alcohol, but I think that there are <laughs> probably many, many, many people. I know there are. Especially you listening. In yep. this building, that have in done this dumb room, things. who have done things, dumb things, while intoxicated. Well, I'd like so, to. I'd I, like to I, hear about it. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that she she needs you know life counseling. Sure. She might need to figure out how much she she can drink or should drink. Or better or friends. Maybe not or better friends. All right. Well, let's throw it out oh, there then. I'm not. Yeah. The six thirty six thirty. We'll take a look. Are at we them. doing? Like, well, they're just the dumbest thing you've ever dumbest done. dumbest thing you've ever done. Uh, let's just leave it there. All right. Dumbest thing you've ever done. Then, Not necessarily as a result of drinking. Because we or... usually probably know that something was involved yeah. with that. Keep it PG. We'll take a look. We'll read some of them as the afternoon goes on. Four nine six zero zero six three. The text line is 630-630. Have you ever stuck your head in a tailpipe? <laughs> <laughs> Andrew! No, I have not.
you know, uh, Jalen and I, I often uh, say to you, I have no secrets. Uh, I just, whatever, I just put it out there. Well, it turns well, out... You have some secrets. I have, well, I have some. Everyone, everyone, everyone has, has some. Uh, but I like to let people peek behind the curtain. Well, it turns out a lot of our listeners don't have secrets either. Uh, we well, asked, they do have secrets because they they don't have their names on it. <laughs> well, that's fair. That's right. We're not going to tell we you who they are. do have phone numbers, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Some of you I want to hang out with. Uh, we were talking about the dumbest things you've done, and it was in relation to... Uh, uh, a story we did about 9-1, with the misuse of 9-1-1. So a lot of your stories actually have to do with 9-1-1, but some don't. Uh, this one, I accidentally called 9-1-1 instead of 4 one and mm. then I hung up when I realized, then called 4 one to get the number I needed and made my call. But because they couldn't get through to me, they sent an officer, and the officer had to do a complete inspection of my home to ensure I was not really in trouble. What a waste of their resources. Sure learned my lesson. Oh, my goodness. While on a golfing trip, I jump. I tried, or I jumped from one balcony to another to get my own room for the night. Dangerous. Larry, you know. Larry says when my son was four, he followed a cat through the legs of a plant stand. Oh, no. And I had to cut a leg to free him. <laughs> I tried to jump on an elk's back in no, Jasper dog, from a leave tree. Me, oh. Leave the animals alone. Yeah, police were watching. Luckily, prevented me from possibly being crippled. No kidding. I like this one. Husband's number one and two, but I really like husband number three. <laughs> Do you know, it's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and, and actually today when we brought this up by kind of accident, I thought, well, I don't know if I've ever done anything incredibly dumb, but as a student, and I would have been in high school, so I don't know how old that is, like 14, 15, 16, 17, somewhere around there, I went on one of those student trips. You know, they used to have them all the time. Yeah. I don't know if they still do. And this one... Uh, you stayed in a dorm in the the mm. bottom of a ship, but it was it went to you know Sweden and Russia, and it was a pretty good Baltic cruise, right? And I met a girl from uh, England, mm. and because there was a lot of different students from different countries all staying downstairs there, whatever they call that, and um, to impress her, when the ship was in full sail at night, I climbed the railing to the outside of the ship and then hung on by one hand and waved like, and I, you know, ships back then weren't as uh, steady as they are now. Like a single big dip or, or breeze could have knocked me I off the- I love it here, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, some officer was coming along the deck and saw me uh. and to this day, I still kind of every now and then have fl- and go, yeah, Oof. because he screamed like he screamed, and it yeah. would have been enough to surprise me into letting go of the railing, but I didn't. And he grabbed me, and man, I'm always surprised that there aren't more accidents on ships. On ships, yeah, there's a lot of stupid stuff happens on cruise ships, and really, well, I know, well, the statistics on the number of passengers who are lost, mm. it's, it's one of those things the cruise industry doesn't talk about a lot, but if you want to Google it, there's passengers routinely falling off ships on cruises. I wouldn't say routinely. I would, I would, because I, I looked at a carnival um, story once about, uh, and you know, whatever the story Usually was. Usually we find out, we hear about it when right. people do that. But then I went and researched, okay, so how many claims are there mm-hmm. of passengers? I would say routinely does describe it. I'm not saying on every cruise that a passenger goes mm-hmm. missing, but the numbers are incredibly high. I'll have to, re- I'll, I'll research it again and, and bring the numbers in, but it's surprisingly yeah. high. Yeah. And some are, we're not sure they got back on the ship. 
right? Like the ship sailed and they didn't check in. Others are, no, they just went missing on the ship. It's something the cruise industry really doesn't yeah, want you to know I a lot just, about. I think, you know, we've done a, a few of them, and I see people, you know, leaning over, taking pictures, yep. and there was that story today about that couple that were leaning over the side of a, a ridge and uh, yes. or something, taking a selfie, and they fell, and they died. They fell they, to their death. Yeah, they were trying to take a selfie. Now, it wasn't on a, on a ship, but it was over the edge of something, over the ridge of something, Yeah, and off they went. So. And those two, they found them at the bottom of this cliff, and the, their phone was uh, nearby in camera mode, and they had fallen 30 meters, a yeah. cliff in Portugal, um, and they're saying this is not a suspicious death no. that they've ruled that this... They will do uh, autopsies. It happened between like 1 and 3 in the morning. Uh, they're doing autopsies, I would assume, to see if they were under the influence of anything when it happened. phone was found with them, and by all accounts, there was... It was in camera mode, yeah. and they're lying yeah. at the bottom. Belongings were found at the top of the wall, um, as though they'd put them aside in order to take the pictures. It's, uh, yeah... I was a skid builder at a steel warehouse. I managed to nail my hand to a skid. Oh. Jumped off the roof at a pool bar in Mexico into three and a half feet of water. Never a good idea. As I was flying through the air, I remembered thinking, should I sit like a sit like in the cross-legged way so I, I would have more resistance when I hit the water? I remember hitting my tailbone on the bottom. Hmm. And then I realized how stupid my day was. My friend got, got, got the picture of it and framed it, gave it to me for Christmas. Bar, 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 non-stupidest thing ever. I had to call 911. I was stuck in my driver's seat at a Home Depot parking lot with my right knee locked up. How oh. embarrassing. And then listen to this one. Um, snuck into the Kananaskis golf course at 2 a.m. with snorkel gear. Came out with two hockey duffel bags full of once-hit golf balls. Oh, that sounds like something I'd do. That sounds like fun. Mm. Hmm. Listen to this, real quick. Cruises, I'm, I'm quoting from uh, a website called Ranker.com. Cruises are supposed to be a happy, carefree moment of maritime bliss. What could go wrong on a vacation at sea? In reality, there have been a shocking number of cruise ship disappearance, disappearances. Over 165 people have gone missing. Uh, since 1995, cruise ships uh, traverse the vast oceans and often yeah. maintain entertainment options into the wee hours of the night. I guess I, I just don't necessarily think... I know 165 people going missing, but since 1995, I think that's still actually I know, a but when you number. Yeah, but, uh, but it's... All a, things considered. Sure, sure. But, you know, as you say, it's the kind of thing where you think that if somebody goes missing off a ship, it's a story that mm. everybody covers, but... You've certainly not read 165 stories since 1995 of people missing off ships, right? And some people claim that the ships don't always tell you when a passenger has gone missing either. They don't make it public. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.